What's up, people? What's up? This is Itchy Infamous back to you one more game with my latest, greatest creation, Itchy's Bodega. Man, if you get a chance, check it out. Anchor FM or go to Spotify. Check out the numbers, man. Itchy's Bodega's been doing. I mean, make no mistake, it's nothing to brag about. But it was a lot better numbers than what I thought it would be. 862 minutes just this year. And that's more than 89% of all podcasts in the society and culture category, which is what Itchy's Bodega is in. In 15%, the most shared podcast globally. Think about that. Not a brag, man, because, hey, you can do it. I can do it. Anybody can do it, man. I'm not saying it wasn't no hard work, man. People think I just get on here and play. Nah, man. I mean, I do have fun, but a lot of hard work goes in this shit, man. For real. You'd be surprised. She'd probably look back and chuckle, but I'm telling you. Anyway, like I say, not to brag, because, hey, I'm humble enough to know I can lose it all. I'm confident enough to know I can get it back. Huh. That's itchy for you. Man, what I'm going to talk about today, this episode is more so toward the fellas, man. Ladies, make no mistake, ladies, listen, listen. Listen good, okay? Now, before I tell you about this, what we're talking about today, this topic... I want you to think about the irony of this. I was talking about this with a dude one day. And he looked at me dead serious and said, no, I asked my girl, man. She said that wouldn't work. <laughs> now, if you've already hitting lower than normal on the IQ uh, charts, there really ain't a whole lot I can do to help you. I don't say this would be funny, man, but common sense is something that is few and far between these days. But without further ado, I know all my listeners got plenty of damn sense, right? Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Fellas, say you're in a relationship and your relationship's done hit that plateau where... It's not that your girl is so much wanting for you anymore. It's that she's settled for you. Now, what I mean by that is y'all got in that daily routine of life and the sparks come. And, hey, it ain't nobody's fault, man. That shit happens. Life still got to happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, Every night can't be prom night. You know what I'm saying? Every time can't be your first time. You know what I'm saying? And this is if anybody's listening to my podcast and you know me, if you know me enough, you know I don't talk about my personal shit on here. I don't in no way that's not not relationship, I'm talking about anything. I mean you may know me a little bit, you know what I'm saying, but 
difficult to really know. Very itchy. Nah, y'all. Y'all know enough to know I'm a cool dude. And I can podcast like a mofo. But other than that, y'all don't really. Dancers don't know my personal business. Let me put it like that. But. That to say, this is nothing to do with my personal shit, because I ain't gonna lie to you, little homies. My girl still give me butterflies. Uh, so far, I'm worrying about this. But those of you who are, check me out. Fellas, this is just a roadmap. Say, this is guy, this is 90% foolproof. It's gonna work. Okay. I'm not saying every situation. Every situation is different. And you got to know what is she always say is the key to life. If you had a cheat code, what would it be? Moderation and what? Think about the triple beams. Scales. Balance. Don't half ass nothing and don't overdo anything. Right? So, I know I said this a couple times, but without further ado, this is the five key steps to take, the cheat codes, if you will, to make your girl keep wanting you instead of just settling for you, all right? Number one, never be a sure thing. Never. What I mean by that, don't make her have to really... Wonder if you're going to come home at night if you're living with your girl. Don't make her wonder if hmm let's see I'm trying to think of a better example than that because I'm assuming still dating not really living with each other. I would guess. I don't know some people live together after one night. I don't know. Uh-huh. Don't be a sure thing. This is what I mean by it. All right, perfect example. Say, end of the night, be on a nice date with your girl, go to drop her off, just that third, whatever, whatever. Instead of saying, so what's up, you want to do this again next weekend? Or what you doing next Friday? Hey, my cousin's having a party next Thursday night. If you want to come. Nah, say, Alright girl, I'll let you. I had a good time, you know whatever. Um we'll get together soon. I see you later. Something like that. Let her know that you know you will be back in contact. But come to number two, be unpredictable sometimes. What I mean by being unpredictable, don't be so unpredictable that she has to actually worry about you canceling plans to go to the family Christmas party because you run off with your own boys to go gamble in Vegas. Not that kind of unpredictable. And not so petty that, oh, watch this, I won't text her back for five minutes. Everybody knows that shit, man, cut it out. All right. What I'm talking about is disrupt the pattern. Because if 
Everything's planned. Everything's expected. The unexpected never happens, and there's no excitement, right? Got me, got me what I'm saying? Think about it, man. If, uh, now of course, there's always a dumbass that said, yeah, I'd enjoy it. But what if you celebrate your birthday every day? Think about it, man. Why we celebrate birthdays? Because it only happens once a year, right? What if you could have Christmas every day? You know what I'm saying? Anything would get old after, after a while. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get out of the funk, out of that. Um, non-exciting routine of life. You get what I'm saying? Number three. Nice guys finish last. I don't know if they finish last, but they damn sure don't finish first. And hey, two is not a winner. Three, nobody remembers. Right? So, I guess Ricky Bopper said it best. <laughs> if you ain't first, you last. But, I don't know if I said all that to say this. You can't be a nice guy, man. What I mean by nice guy is you can't be a yes man. You can't be, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little coming time when you got to say no. And then you're going to feel like the biggest damn douche in the world. She's going to make you feel that way. Or you're going to feel like a piece of shit because you let her down. Or either you're going to feel like less of a man because you really can't afford it. So sometimes saying no, you're doing it for her benefit. She don't realize it. And for your benefit especially. Because, hey, man, if you ever been, there's no worse feeling than your girl wants something you can't get it for. No worse feeling. There's no worse feeling than seeing your girl do it out if you really care about it. Thing I do is why, think, why do you get her that damn thousand dollar pair of shoes she wanted? Why do you get her that damn five thousand dollar bracelet that nobody else has got? Do you really enjoy looking at it that much? Does she really look that much prettier with five thousand dollars worth of bling on? Are you really paying any attention to them shoes? Hmm? Come on, fella, she ain't got them on in the bed, does she? Well, some people like that shit, but you get what I'm saying, man. Why you do it? To see your reaction, right? To see your girl happy because of something you got that's worth, that's worth five racks. <clears throat> it would be to me. All right. Number four. And all these kind of tie together, man. I'm just... <sighs> I don't know how to explain it, man. There's a method to the madness. That's why I cover these. But check this out. Number four is you want to be mysterious. Be... Have, have mysterious... Have mystery about you. What I mean by that is... 
All right, when a girl meets you, she's already got this character. She built what she builds this character in her head about you. He probably does this for a living. He's probably got this group of friends. He probably got this type of mama that she this way with him. He likes this type of car. He watches this type of sport. This is his favorite team. You get what I'm saying? So, not as you necessarily want her to be completely wrong, but you want to be three-dimensional. You get what I'm saying? Because the same thing over and over will get old. Like, for example, it wouldn't be hard for a girl to tell that, hey, I do irrigation. I like UFC. Is that really that damn hard to them? Figure out. Well, maybe hard to figure out, but is it that far-fetched to imagine? Now, on the other hand, I'm a bad motherfucker in the kitchen. I'm talking about cooking real food. I'm telling you, call me Chef Bourdie, I can hook it up. And I actually know a couple good Lifetime movies. Don't make me a punk. That, um, don't mean I'm even less of a badass. I promise you. You can get it in the kitchen. What I'm saying is, you wouldn't expect that, right? No. So have mystery about you. Be three-dimensional. Know a little bit about a lot of shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, check out my podcast. They, a lot of them are about the same thing. A few of them are totally different. You get what I'm saying? Mix it up. Variety is the spice of life, they say, right? And moderation be the fucking key. Alright. So we covered everything, right? First and foremost, balance is the cheat code to life. Moderation. Don't half step, don't half step nothing. Don't run wide open. Another thing, I took a couple notes, man. Somebody had, she emailed me and told me, yes, I have wrote a couple books myself, this, that, and a third. Yeah, you got juke by the same uh, website I did. Yeah, they were supposed to publish it for me and kept my damn money. They did the same thing with me. I'm sure I hear that rap, man. Sorry about that. a couple notes I wrote for a dude. Joe Beans Johnny 1111 at Gmail. Hit you up, man. You say, Could I tell you how to write your autobiography? With, um, I guess you're saying pretty much give you some tips. I don't have it right here in front of me, but I remember you saying. Like, and this is what I can tell you, man. This is what I wrote down for you. Um, find a certain group or groups you want to relate to first, all right? Example mine was blue collar, anti hero, anarchist. 
You know what I'm saying? That type of dude. Pretty much the man's man, right? Tell your story like you would want someone else to be talking about you. Don't tell it. Don't ever brag on yourself. Let other people brag for you. Because you get that boastful, that braggadocious way, and it's going to turn off your audience. Be modest and just talk. Describe yourself the way you think someone else would describe you in a modest way, if that makes sense. By the end of the story, the reader should know a brief history about your childhood, your adult life, um, up until this very moment, any key relationships, friendships, uh, turning point that made you the difference between the old you and the new you. I would hope anybody writing an autobiography, there's going to be an old you and a new you, right? Express your political views, religious views, uh, any controversial subjects that you, well, any, any views you had that could be controversial, you know what I'm saying? Don't be pushy with your ideas. Don't put any negative thoughts on, say you're, for example, just an example, say you're a Roman Catholic, don't push people to go get a rosary and uh, go to confession and don't put down Pentecostal for playing with snakes. I'm playing with snakes, y'all get what I'm saying? I didn't mean it. No disrespect. Uh, you get what I'm saying you try to avoid any negative talk. Um, you even use empathy with people who have opposite views. Try to be original. Try to be authentic. At the end of the day, this is your work. You don't owe anybody anything. If you're not satisfied with it, it wouldn't matter if a million readers are satisfied with it. It's still not going to be at the end of the day. you got to live with this. This is my this is my project. Try to be, you know me, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very cynical. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to be, uh, pretty much just me. I mean, Try to avoid cliche bullshit uh, phrases. Like, um, if you think you're first, you like shit like that. Not, nothing that you would see on a wall plaque in a dentist's office do you need to include in this book. Got me? Um, a terrible example to give is. Oh, uh, nobody helped me do this book. I did it all by myself. Shit like that. That's what you want to avoid. Um, another way, a way to put it is a lot of hard work went into this. I wouldn't, it wouldn't have been possible without the help of such and such, such and such, such and such. You don't have to thank your Maltese or your teacup chihuahua. You know what I'm saying? Find that balance. And, 
that's pretty that's pretty much how I wrote my autobiography. Um, I try not to advertise on here because I damn sure I'd have to print it out and all that shit. All that to them. Go redo the whole book. But if you dead ass want a copy of my autobiography, let me know and I can get it to you by Christmas. Oh, and I think that's pretty much it, y'all. I'm closing shop on Bodega. Got to do my drawer count. Till next time, this has been Itchy Infamous. Thank you for visiting the Bodega. <laughs>